Welcome to Live in the Messiah's Love. I'm Kimisha Lucier, Senior Pastor of A Day of Prayer. Today, my husband, who is also Senior Pastor of A Day of Prayer, is here with us discussing prophetic intercession, uh, praying for your family before the need arises. And today we're going to get into a little bit about uh, what does it mean, what does prophetic intercession actually mean, and, and how do we tap into that, just to provide some more clarity and understanding for our listeners. Mm-hmm. An important, important topic. So we have to fully understand so we can actually carry it out in full completion. Amen. Lacking nothing. Amen. Amen. And thank you for being here with me, honey. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. You're welcome, my love. Wonderful. It's a pleasure as always. Mm. And a blessing. Thank you. So every believer has access to the prophetic. Why? Because every believer has the Holy Spirit living on the inside of them the moment they receive Jesus as Lord and Savior. The fullness of the Godhead comes to dwell inside the reborn spirit of every new believer. So let's check out some scriptures that confirm that for us. Let's look at John chapter 14, verses 16 and 17, and 1 Corinthians six nineteen. Okay. Will you read uh, John for me, sweetheart? Yes, John 14, 16 and 17 says this, And I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper, that he may abide with you forever. The spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. So amen. The, mm-hmm. the key part of those scriptures that confirm that every new, everyone that receives Christ has the Holy Spirit dwelling in them is that he may abide with you forever. In verse 16 and verse 17, for he dwells with you and will be in you. And then let's look at 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 6, verse 19. Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God, and you are not your own? So amen. The Holy Spirit is in us, and he has a specific uh, purpose. Now, you to note, if you're not, you haven't officially accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, now's a good time because the Holy Spirit does not come to reside and provide access to his giftings and the prophetic unless Jesus is your Lord and Savior. So um, that's very simple. Believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord and confess with your mouth that he is the Son of God and has been raised from the dead and receive him as your Lord and Savior. And also, with that will come in the full dwelling of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, making their abode within you. Amen. Now back to what we were talking about. Um, I said every believer has access to the prophetic, but it doesn't mean that every believer is a prophet or has a prophetic ministry. I'm talking about having four um, knowledge to information that's not readily available to you by your eyes, your, your five senses, your eyes, your ears, your mouth, and your touch, or your smell. Mm-hmm. Um, the Holy Spirit, because of who he is and his job, um, according to John chapter 16, verse 13, is to guide every believer into all truth and to show them things to come. So that in itself makes it prophetic. It makes it information that's outside of our natural senses that we would naturally have access to. Amen. Amen. Well, there's, there's a couple other pieces, key pieces of information that we need there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'll say 
first and foremost, the role of the Holy Spirit, right? Uh, John 16, 13 through 15. Mm-hmm. says, however, when he, the Spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak. And he will tell you things to come. He will glorify me, for he will take of what is mine and declare it to you. All things that the Father has are mine. Therefore, I said that he will take of mine and declare it to you. Now, of course, Jesus was saying this about the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And we know this, as Scripture tells us plainly, that the testimony, oh, sorry, a spirit of prophecy is the testimony of Jesus. Amen to that. So, but there are, are a few key points. This is how Jesus operated in his time on earth mm-hmm. and how the Holy Spirit clearly operates. And this is a key element and aspect of prophetic intercession. First, there's prayer. Mm-hmm. Right? Prayer is, is the key. And, but what is it? Prayer is how we communicate with God, with Amen. our God, we being his people. Amen. Right? That's our conversation with him. Absolutely. And in order to have a conversation, we cannot approach it the way many have been taught. And that is to just, I'll say, not stop talking. Barrage the Lord with right. words and exactly. requests. <laughs> like just rapid fire requests at the Lord. That, that's mm-hmm. not that's not a conversation. Mm-hmm. That is uh, <laughs> anything but. It does not resemble a conversation in the slightest, nor can it, right? right. But that's also what the Lord told us in, in Ecclesiastes 5, right? It says, Do not be hasty in word or impulsive in thought to bring up a matter in the presence of God. For God is in heaven and you are on earth. Here's the key. Therefore, let your words be few. Mm-hmm. It's not that we can't bring things up to the Lord, but why are we bringing them up? Are we bringing them up because we want to justify ourselves or, or any such thing? Or are we bringing them up because we want the Lord's ways and his thoughts about the matter? Mm-hmm. Allowing him the opportunity to speak to us, but to teach us, to guide us, to, to lead us into all the truth. Which is, well, it comes right back to John 16, why he gave us the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. He's declaring those things to us. Mm-hmm. Well, it's very difficult to, for him to declare things if we never stop talking. If we're not actually listening. Exactly. That's right. That's right. Um, and as you, you mentioned intercession, there's a difference between just prayer and intercession. Um, the difference would be prayer uh, God tells us to pray without ceasing. So he wants mm-hmm. us to be deeply connected to him at all times. But intercession typically involves when we're standing in the gap for someone else, that we are petitioning God, we were communing and connecting with God on behalf of someone else in order to, um, as Ezekiel 22 verse 30 says, stand in the gap before God concerning the person so that God's help can be provided to them. And when it comes to our children, Uh, we are the first line of defense for them. And if we don't open the door for the Lord, who's going to? Because he gave us control over that. He gave us dominion and authority in that area. And we'll talk about that in later podcasts. But it's important that we are the ones that are building up the strong defenses around our children Mm -hmm. so that God can protect them. God can um, intervene and their education or guide them, their health, everything that you can imagine and think of concerning them. God wants to be a part and he requires that someone give him access that a human being, because he gave authority to mankind and the earth to have certain um, jurisdiction and he wants us to give him access. So 
Um, Ezekiel 22 verse 30 says, so I sought for a man among them who would make a wall and stand in the gap before me on behalf of the land so that I should not, uh, that I should not destroy it, but I found no one. So intercession is God's, um, it's his plan. And that particular scripture is talking about Israel who had brought judgment upon themselves due to sin. And God was looking for someone to pray and ask him to have mercy, very similar to what he did with Sodom and Gomorrah. He did not want to destroy them because he wants to have mercy on all, but he's a righteous judge. So he went to Abraham to ask Abraham to intercede for, for the area and Amen. get God's mercy on the scene. So how much more so our children? Um, the adversary comes to steal, kill, and destroy. That's all he does. And that's everything that he, that's the only thing he's capable of. But oftentimes he comes to the cradle to steal. He comes to childhood and youth to steal destinies. So our tapping into what the Holy Spirit knows through prayer and through continual steadfast petition, um, remaining before the Lord to keep the hedge of protection strong concerning our children provides a place for them to grow and not be harmed or touched by the world. That's so important to God and it's possible. Well, and, and there's the, the key, right? And we are talking about prophetic intercession, mm -hmm. but let's also notice the schemes of the, the enemy, the evil one. Amen. Right? He doesn't wait till they're full grown. He comes as children. Mm -hmm. Do we not notice this throughout history? How mm -hmm. many times, whether it was governments or leaders or tried, or just enemies, mm -hmm. tried to get at the children, mm -hmm. remove the covering of the parents or, or separate the children from the parents in order to get at the children. Mm -hmm. We must recognize this. I'll say in our lives, so we can also be wary. It shouldn't, I'll say it in this way. It shouldn't come to that point, if you will, because we are already interceding on behalf of those that we are in authority over. And by that, I mean the ones the Lord has assigned to our care. Amen. And the, the first one would be our children. If you're a parent, that's your children. Mm -hmm. um, if you have a desire to be a parent, that's your future children. Um, that's fathers and mothers. Grandparents, you have um, authority there as well. You can intercede. Siblings, God gives different arenas of authority, but he always welcomes us to pray for other people. And um, with the weapons of our warfare comes, there's some other things with that, binding and loosing and casting demons out in the name of Jesus. Um, and we'll get to those things. But for the, the main part of what we're t discussing today um, we need to tap into the access that we've been granted with the Holy Spirit. Remember, God knows everything. Their past, present, and future are all alike to him, and he sees them, he knows them deeply, and he's already made provisions for them. And we access that by coming and just simply asking the Holy Spirit to guide us and tell us the truth about any and every given situation, just as he promised in this word. That's our faith mm -hmm. being activated and mobilized to say, Lord, you said that the Holy Spirit will guide me into all truth. Well, I'm coming for that truth today. Here is this thing that I'm facing. And um, then listen to what he has to say and then mm -hmm. obey the instructions that he gives. Ask, listen, and obey are all necessary to open the door for the father to come in and um, fulfill what his heart's desire is towards our family and our children. Amen. Now, there's a couple key parts here. We mentioned the Holy Spirit living and dwelling on the inside of you. Mm -hmm. But there's also the baptism of the Holy Spirit that is mm -hmm. absolutely necessary for this. And, and I bring this up for, there's a few different scriptures. 
and, and, and I really feel the need to be shared because someone may say, well, I'm not a prophet. So how can I intercede prophetically? Right. But there's this, uh, I'll give you a, three examples here, right? Numbers eleven twenty nine, Um, and in there, a little background, Joshua is, is, uh, I'll say trying to defend Moses, right? And, and, uh, but Moses' response was, are you jealous on my account? Because others were now prophesying. Mm -hmm. He said, I wish that all the Lord's people were prophets and that the Lord would place his spirit on them. Well, the Lord has freely given his Holy Spirit for all that will be baptized in it. Um, another example, 1 Corinthians 14, 5. I wish that all of you could speak in tongues, but I would rather have you prophesy. He who prophesies is greater than the one who speaks in tongues unless he interprets so that the church may be edified. And then another Old Testament reference is 1 Samuel ten six. When the Spirit of the Lord, or then the Spirit of the Lord will rush upon you, and you will prophesy with them, and you will be transformed into a different person. Now that's being said about King Saul. It's about being willing to listen to the Lord. Mm -hmm. Yes, his spirit must be on you. The, the Holy Spirit must be upon you. And he will reveal those things, and then it's declaring them. It is declaring what he has given you. And that is what the things that he reveals. That is truth. Amen. And that's how we must operate. We first have to listen, but then he tells us those things so that we can do or, or enact, execute what he has instructed us. Amen. Amen. We're almost out of time. Um, but on our next podcast, we're going to talk about how we can actually tap into that um, prophetic insight from the Lord and the information that the Holy Spirit has and start to put that into application in our life. Amen. So thank you all for listening. If you have a moment, please uh, take the opportunity to like this episode, to subscribe to this channel and to share it on your social media. We're, I'm so thankful for you. We appreciate you. God bless you. Have a wonderful day.